Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to Such a Lady. I'm your host, Siobhan. Um, if this is your first time, welcome to Such a Lady. Um, we just basically talk about women who do toxic things all in the name of love. And the next episode that I want to talk about was one that I was actually going to record for the very first um, podcast. But I didn't really think that she was toxic. And so I kind of went back and forth and then decided not to do it. But every time I think of what the next episode is going to be, that one is one. This one is one that always comes to mind. So I was like, you know what? Let's let the listeners decide whether or not they think, you know, it's toxic. So let's get into it. Um, Imagine being 16 years old and meeting someone who you think is going to be your forever. Okay. And when you turn 18, you all get married and then you all built this million dollar company, have beautiful children. You're living like the American dream. That's exactly what Frances Hall had had in her life. She met her husband, Bill Hyde Jr. When they were in high school, they got married when they were 18. They built this $15 million trucking company. They had, I mean, basically they would be on the cover of a magazine and I'm sure they were. I couldn't find one, but I'm pretty sure that they were because his trucking company was one of the top companies in Texas. So I know that they were on somebody's magazine somewhere. I just couldn't find it. But when I was reading everything that they had to say about uh, Bill, everybody had such good things to say. He was generous. He would give you the shirt off his back. Um, He was a hard worker. You know, everything that you say about a good person. But they also said that he had a problem with women. He couldn't stop messing with them. And it wasn't as if he was messing with them and he was going to leave Francis. It was just he just couldn't stop messing with them, period. And so although he worked hard, he played hard, too. And um, I'm not sure if Francis knew about all the affairs that he had, but he met this one lady named Bonnie Contreras. And apparently it was something about her. She was sitting on gold because he it wasn't just a fling with her they started dating he actually started courting her buying her gifts taking her out on dates on trips and you know planning things together and bonnie knew that that he was married but her statement was he told her that he was getting ready to get a divorce and she said that wasn't her problem because if he was getting a divorce then it was his responsibility to take care of what he said he was going to take care of so she just continued on with their relationship and the relationship lasted for three years they sent that listen y'all they sent out christmas cards together he paid to get her boobs done He bought her one of those little cute dogs, you know, the ones that you can put in your purse that I want, but I can't afford it right now. He bought her one of those. Like, it was like whatever she wanted, she got, he bought her cars, a place to stay. He, she was a kept woman. She didn't have any worries at all, but she wanted to be the head woman. She, she, she came in knowing she was the side chick and she's getting way more benefits than most side chicks 
but that wasn't enough for her. She wanted to be the the person who was the, the, the woman of the house. Let's say that that's what she wanted to be. And she was determined to do that because she decided that, you know what, I'm going to start sending some stuff to Francis. And that's what she did. I don't know if maybe Francis never saw the Christmas cards. I don't know how that could happen. I don't even know how Bill allowed that to happen. Like, how do you allow Christmas cards to go out with your mistress when you have a wife that you've been married to for 32 years that you go home to every night? Like, I don't understand it. Make it make sense. But that's what happened. Um, the, The Christmas cards went out and the trips and... And Bonnie said that they were planning a wedding and everything. And when she decided that, I guess, Bill wasn't moving fast enough for her, she sent videos of her and Bill having sex together to Francis. And could you only imagine you get pictures with your husband having sex with somebody else? Like that, that's just crazy. And so she sent the pictures on top of sending pictures. She sent um, the videos she, she sent. Now this was messy. Um, Francis had to have a hysterectomy. And so she sent her a picture of the procedure of a hysterectomy and told her that she was broken. That's why Bill didn't want her anymore. And so it was like, she was taunting her. She was sending her pictures of her body because, okay, she's, she was nice looking. She's 28 though. You know, you're 28. Of course, you have a nice body. Frances looked nice too, but of course, she aged gracefully. You don't look the same when you're, you know, 50 as you did when you were 28. And so it's like Bonnie knew that and she used that to taunt um, Frances. And so she would be like, you're fat. Look at me. This is why he wants to be with me and stuff like that. And so they went back and forth and they argued and did the stuff that wives and mistresses do. And Bill would tell whoever he was with whatever he needed to say to keep the peace. But Bonnie was determined that she was gonna be with him. So one day they're on the highway and this is Bill, he's on his motorcycle and um, Bonnie's behind him in a Range Rover. Now, that would have been fine. It wouldn't have been a a problem that she's following her man behind him on his motorcycle in her car if he wasn't married and if the car that she was driving wasn't a brand new $130,000 Range Rover that belonged to Francis. So I don't know how he even thought it was okay. Why would she think it was okay? I mean, if this man is buying you boobs and dogs and cats and the the world, why why did you have to be driving that car? That car that day? Because what ended up happening was when they were going through an intersection, Frances was coming the opposite way and she saw her husband on the motorcycle and then she saw her car. Now, mind you, Francis had never seen Bonnie in person, but I'm sure they had seen each other through the exchange of text messages that were going on back and forth. So, you know your car, you know your husband, you know your car, and you know that the person driving your car is the person that your husband is messing with. So, Francis saw red. She turned around, did a U-turn, and she floored it. 
And when she floored it, she was <laughs> she was out for blood. She wanted to get Bonnie. And she called her daughter on the phone and was like, I can't believe your dad let her drive my car and everything. And she, of course, you know how you vent. You're mad. Like, how dare you? Like, after everything we've been through, 32 years, kids, you have the nerve. How dare you? I can, Listen, I'm mad for her. I'm having the conversation in my head for her. I'm just being honest because brother was wrong. And so she starts, she gets, she speeds up fast enough that she starts ramming um, Bonnie in her car. You got to be a mad person to ram your own car, especially if it's a Range Rover, because I'm not ramming my um, Hyundai Elantra at all. So to ram a Range Rover, you got to be pissed and I can imagine why and so she starts ramming her and it's stated that she rammed her 14 times and what ended up happening was when she was ramming her she was trying to get her off the road so she was hitting her wherever she could and she side swiped her husband now after she side swiped her husband she kept going because she was still trying to get to her target which was Bonnie but she but Francis is stating she didn't know that she hit her husband now Bonnie's saying she saw what happened she said she saw him get hit and she said there's no way that Francis couldn't have seen it happen she couldn't have felt the impact happen there's no way um but after the chase kind of calms down both women go back to the scene and um the police are there because witnesses had called saying hey look it's it's these two women and they're driving reckless and we need the police to come so by this time the police are on the scene and uh Frances runs up to her husband and she's trying to get you know see if he's okay but the police are like listen we need to talk to you and while they're while they're detaining her and they're asking her questions Bill dies in the hospital and what ends up happening is Francis is charged with murder. Now, here's where I say I don't think that it's toxic. I wasn't there. I, I'm not in either one of the women's heads, but I don't think that she meant to kill her husband. I think that she probably did mean to kill uh, Bonnie. I think that she meant to get a hold of her, knock her off the road, choke her, whatever. I think that she was out for blood, but I don't believe that she was after Bill's blood. And I think that what happened was he was a casualty. But I also believe that it was a situation that he put himself in. Had he not been a liar, had he told the women the truth had he left his wife had he not been having affairs then none of that stuff had he not let her drive his wife's car none of that stuff would have happened so Frances was facing life in jail and the jury found her guilty but in the state of texas they have a sudden passion um defense and it's if you've never heard of it it's kind of like um Kind of like if you you're married and you walk in on your husband and it's a woman on top of him rotting him and they're going at it and you see red and you shoot both of them. You've never had a record before, but in that moment, it was so much passion and rage in you that you acted 
and that's why you did it because of their actions. So that's what she said. And she cried and she pleaded. And, and, and looking at the tapes, she seemed so remorseful. There wasn't one interview that I watched that she wasn't crying. And I'm not talking about a little bitty cry, but I'm talking about that ugly cry. Like the one where you can't, you can't get your life together cry. Like every interview, because she lost her husband and she kept saying that was my best friend. You know, so she seemed so remorseful. Now, Bonnie, on the other hand, not at all. She She's like, uh, Francis took everything from me. The father of my children, the man I was going to marry, the man I was going to retire with. We were going to sit on the porch when we were old. And I'm just thinking, okay, but did you know that he was married? Um, and she and she sold me. She even said, Bonnie even said, I forgive Francis for what she did for ruining my life. And I'm like, you ruined her life. But of course, it's to each his own. Um, Francis ended up getting two years. And although I don't think that she should have killed him, but I think that that was a good sentence. Um, I was able to do an update and she is out now. And she did an interview. And in the interview, she was showing her house. And although she does still have the trucking company, she downsized it. So it's not as big, but it's still there. Um, she still has Bill's man cave exactly the way it was. And when she talks about him, you can still see her face light up. I mean, it, and she still calls him the love of her life. She says, I will forever, ever be in love with him. He will forever be my first love. And then I looked up an interview on Bonnie and she's still like, she ruined my life. And, you know, things will never be the same. I'll never find anybody like him. And she's still hurt because Francis killed her husband because he was having a mistress. And I also think she was good at playing. I think Bonnie was good at playing the victim because she set her, she, she set this up. She set this in motion. So Bill and Bonnie were at fault to me because she sent the messages. She sent them. And then once, once Bonnie reacted, I mean, once Francis reacted, then it was like, oh, look at what she did to me. Look at what she did to him. It's like you can't keep poking a bear and expecting it not to come and act out because it's going to. And when it does, it's going to be ugly. So that's what happened. But I'm glad to say that Frances is out. I'm glad to say that she is moving on with her life. She's um, close with her children. They, they stood by her the entire time. Um, she said right now she's just focusing on her kids and her grandchildren and keeping her husband's memory alive. So you guys go to our um, Instagram page at Such a Lady 30 and tell me if you think that this was a toxic story. Tell me if you think Francis was wrong. Tell me if you think Bonnie was right. Tell me whatever you think. Tell me if you like the podcast. Like me. You know what I mean? So that we know that you, you, you're listening. So um, I just want to hear from you. That's all I'm saying. I can't wait to um, talk to you next week and hear what the next episode is about. And I can't wait to uh, talk to you all on Instagram. So I guess I'll log off of here and meet you guys over there.